Happy Friday. So it is that time where I come into your ear and hopefully chat about the things you want to hear about. So this week is going to be mostly dedicated to what to do if you feel like you've been in action. So imperfect action, but consistently over a long enough time, but you're maybe not seeing those uh, aesthetic results that you are hoping for. So if that sounds like you, obviously stay listening. Even if that's not you, I'm sure there'll be some golden nuggets of um, inspiration and motivation. So do stay listening. So basically, what should you do if you feel like you have been eating really healthily, you have been getting your steps in, you have been nourishing your body, you have been training consistently, um, but you still just don't think that you are seeing the results that you're really hoping to by now. And I think this is really common. I think every single one of us in our fitness journey and our journey maybe to find this kind of happy body composition have had moments where we felt like, God, we're working really hard. We're doing all of the right things and we're just not seeing the results that we're hoping for. So really want to kind of um, talk to you about what to do. And firstly, I just want to say, particularly when I get these check-ins, often I get things like, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling stronger. Um, I am, you know, I've got a really nice routine, not struggling to kind of make these more nourishing food choices, um, not struggling to get my steps in, not struggling to train consistently, not struggling not to booze too much. So, you know, really having embedded all of those amazing habits. So I just want you to firstly just take a moment to congratulate yourself because there are people who would literally kill to have um, that ability to consistently be meeting those fundamentals of fitness and nutrition because that is so, so hard. And the great news is if you have an amazing foundation, then you are going to be in an incredible place to start a fat loss period if that is what you are after. So I think it's really, really important firstly just to congratulate yourself. And I think often people feel like the fat loss needs to come first. I sometimes, actually I would say I the majority of the time, I actually prefer it when the fat loss comes after the habits. So once you've got the nutrition and sort of the nourishment of your body sorted, once you've embedded steps and movement and stretch and you've got that sorted once you've got a regular training pattern and again that's ticked off and embedded then you've got some headspace if you want to move into a fat loss phase if you don't have any of those fundamentals sorted it is super tricky to also add in any kind of adjustment into your calories or you're going to be running at a deficit Um, So I think firstly, just sort of take a moment to kind of really look at the positives. And I know I talk about writing it down all of the time, but if you're only ever looking for aesthetic changes, you really could be put off from continuing this journey. And I promise you gold will be round the corner. So please write down all of the positive things. So even if you haven't noticed that physically you look any different, what are your energy levels like? Um, How are you performing? Are you increasing your weights? Are you feeling like you're recovering much quicker? Do you find kind of making meal choices really easy? 
Is your relationship with food better? Have you stopped linking exercise and food? Um, Do you feel like you're in a healthier, happier brain space that sort of your quest for maybe a leaner body isn't taking up the majority of your thoughts and your time? Because all of these things, in my opinion, are probably much more valuable um, than perhaps how much fat storage you still have. Because to be fair, that is going to be quite straightforward and simple for us to maybe start to um, tap away at your fat stores if that's what you choose to do. So firstly, hopefully now you have patted yourself on the back and you've been very, very excited um, about the fact that you are ready to go on this next part of the journey because you've got a brilliant foundation to be um, going from. And next, I just want you to think about how you're going to measure change. And I think as women, I don't know about you, but I can literally go from feeling really lean and then in the same week to feeling quite fluffy Um, And I don't know if that's a combination of um, hormones, so what time of the month it might be to sort of the fullness you might be feeling in your body, to the fact that you might just have eaten a meal or had a couple of days where you've maybe been eating more carbohydrate heavy meals, so you're holding a bit more fluid. But literally, I feel like it can fluctuate and change. So if your only measure is how you're feeling in your body, that is not an objective measure. So please, 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 Find yourself a good objective measure. As you guys know, I am not a fan of the scales. I don't think for some of us women, particularly where we don't have much body fat possibly to lose, um, that you're going to see um, your progress reflected in your goal weight um, or in your scale weight. So definitely, I would say going on the fit of a pair of trousers. Um, So something that obviously might be quite snug around the waist to look to see if that can start to feel like those trousers are fitting better. Photos is another amazing thing if you use them correctly. And by using them correctly, I mean you can't just randomly take some photos. You have to really kind of follow quite a set um set of rules if you're going to be able to objectively notice any physical changes because again if you're if you're not really shifting massively if you don't have that much body fat to lose they are probably going to be more subtle the changes you need to make sure the lighting is right that the underwear is the same um that you're the same in both photos so kind of i did actually um pin at the top of the facebook group some information about how to take a really good sort of progress photo So I would say if you're going to do some measuring, if you feel you need that reassurance that things are moving in the right direction, please make sure that you're taking a proper progress photo. So you are actually measuring like with like. Otherwise, you know, if one day you're in like a particularly nice underwear set and then six weeks later you don't have your best underwear on, you're you're probably still going to prefer the before. So again, just have a think about it. If it is something that you're going to put a lot of um, emphasis on um, to whether you're reaching your goal, then you really need to make sure the quality of that photo is good enough. The other thing you could obviously do is actually take measurements with a tape measure. To be honest, though, we can all um, just squeeze that tape measure a bit tighter. So again, unless you maybe have quite a lot of fat to lose, it might not be massively um, incentivizing. So I would say photos are great, but make sure you're taking them properly. I also need you guys to be thinking about having some proper goals. And if you're feeling a bit disillusioned, if you're feeling a bit lacklustre after this sort of pursuit of this body of your dreams, then it might be really good for six weeks to shift your focus. And maybe you need to set yourself a performance goal. 
It can be in addition to an aesthetic goal, but to be honest, if you set a good enough performance goal, the likelihood is you will actually be moving your body composition in the direction of travel that you're after anyway. So again, thinking about, is it time to increase the weights? And I don't think I've massively gone into this in the podcast, but I think with women generally, we can really shy away from picking up heavy things. And I just want you all to remember, and I know I talk about it on the strength training videos, that you are not going to become bulky just because you start picking up um, heavier weights. If anything, you are going to start to look leaner, more toned, you'll have more muscle mass, you'll be more metabolic, you'll find it easier to live in your body and stabilize sort of a nice healthy weight if you're more metabolically active because you have more um, leaner muscle mass. So do not fear. But if you have been lifting, just for example, I'm sure there's some two kilogram weights still knocking around. But if that again is you, you need to start thinking if you're just lifting the same things up, you're not looking for that progressive overload. And I know it's been tricky in COVID to find weights, but I can reassure you that weights are back on the market. So look at the weight of your kettlebell. If it is still the same weight that you started with, you need to look at shifting up. You need to look at progressive overload. In the group, sometimes I know there's a bit of switching. So if you're local, you can always pop up what you're looking for. I know some people then who are earlier on in their journey might want your weights or you might be able to um, basically share out a bit of that love. But really thinking about it, you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting to see um, results. You have to incrementally be loading. So there are two ways of doing that. You either do more reps with the same weight or you go heavier. And then obviously initially you'll be doing less reps and then obviously you'll be getting quicker as you build up strength again. But there has to be something that's stressing the system if you're wanting to continue to get a a muscular response where you're obviously starting to put down some more lean muscle mass. So really think about it. I don't think I started shifting my body composition seriously until I started picking up heavy things. So you will not get bulky unless you are taking steroids and eating 3,500 calories a day. I think sometimes people notice that they feel bulkier when they start building muscle, but that is only because the muscle is initially going to push your body fat, obviously, up to the surface. And then um, obviously, as you're more metabolic and you stay in a mild calorie deficit for longer, you will obviously get rid of that body fat and you will just look leaner. So sometimes I would agree there can be that transition into maybe feeling a little bit bigger when you start to put down some muscle, but just don't worry. It's just part of the process. So just as an extreme example, bikini um, athletes, so bodybuilding women, not that any of you want to look like that, I'm sure, or if you do, amazing tell me that would be fun um but they will always kind of bulk first and put on the muscle they want before they shred so if you are someone who um maybe has got those good habits has started building some lean muscle but still not quite where you want to be that's absolutely fine because it's going to be so much easier for us now just to kind of tap into your fat stores so we can reveal that muscle that you've been building because it will be there if you've been consistent with your training 
The other thing you can obviously do is just check in on your activity level. So even if you're smashing 10,000 steps a day, that is fantastic. And you can obviously decide to nudge it up. You can also look at whether you're still quite stationary generally during your day. So I think there's lots of research that studied people. And um, if you go to the gym for an hour every day, you're probably still not, well, you're not going to burn as many calories as someone who is just actively on their feet more throughout the day. So if you're kind of saving everything up and you are active but it's not sort of activity that's through your day and there's ways you can introduce just generally being more active moving around when you're taking phone calls um, walking at every single opportunity you have going up and down the stairs a bit more in the day tidying up moving yourself around you know, putting on some headset and actually taking calls whilst you kind of potter around your house, just generally being more active is going to have a massive impact too. So do have a think generally about your activity levels. There is always going to be the law of diminishing returns with both um, training and steps. So I would be quite reluctant if you're already training maybe four or five times a week. I always want you to have two rest days. And if your steps are anywhere around sort of 15,000 again to kind of add in more than 15,000 it's going to start to negatively impact on other aspects of your life and you're not going to get that same returns that same kind of bang for your buck as you would when you move from doing like one training session to three training sessions for example the shift from three to six again isn't as great as it was from one to three so just remember that law of diminishing returns and more isn't always more maybe you just need to be smarter in your training sessions And again, did I mention picking up something slightly heavier? So do have a little go at that. Also, I think there can be a little bit of a trap that certainly I know loads of the people in the group are really foodie. We love our healthy food. We've got our, you know, um, hemp seeds or our flax meal and our chia seeds. And I think we can be lulled into this sense that these foods are so virtuous that if we're eating them, we must be in a calorie deficit. And it would just be a little kind of reminder to do some calibration. And if there's repeating meals that you have, do you actually know what the kind of energy content of those meals is? Do you know how many um, grams of protein you're hitting? Because it's really easy. And again, I know loads of us in the group are quite small females. It's really easy just to eat at maintenance. So to be honest, if you are kind of not really having to overly think about your um, calories in, really enjoying hopefully eating beautiful foods, that's amazing. And maintaining weight is phenomenal. Ultimately, that is where I need you to be. But it probably is that you're not in a calorie deficit because your body is going to be the absolute best food calculator, if you like. Forget my fitness pal, look at your body composition. That's going to reflect whether you've been in a deficit, whether you've been in maintenance or whether you've been in surplus. So if, again, you're not seeing those results, the likelihood is sadly, particularly if you've been hoping to be in that deficit, that you're not in a deficit. So it is just kind of maybe taking a few days um, to kind of go back to the beginning in that getting started info um, file and just check, have there been some things that have just started sneaking in? Is your teaspoon of peanut butter more like a tablespoon? Um, how big is the sprinkle of seeds? Because it's not that these foods are bad. These foods are wonderful and I want you to have them. And I really like the fact of abundance and more. 
But if um, you really are wanting to be super serious about shifting into a leaner body composition, it might be these things that are frustrating you. And it's not that you can't have them, but you might need to recalibrate your eye to what a portion of them is, because it is so easy, particularly with nuts, peanut butter, seeds, and um, all of these delicious, really healthful foods to increase the calories in a meal by maybe like two, 300 without even really knowing that you've done it because they're not high volume foods, but they are high energy foods. So you don't get much of them, um, but they do contain a lot of healthy fats and a lot of energy. And your body isn't going to be like, oh, but it's really healthy, so I won't store it. Your body's just gonna know that the end of the day, the week, the month, you're in an energy balance, you're in an energy deficit, or you're in an energy surplus. So if you're not, again, seeing those results, you might need to just recalibrate. I'm um, just for like two or three days. Sometimes it's just the process of even writing down um, what breakfast is, lunches and dinner, and just seeing, is there snacking? Is there kind of licking, sipping, um, picking things out of the fridge, unconscious eating that you're not even calculating? And again, just kind of rectifying that if, if you need to. Um, so again, if you are in the balance that meets your goals, so if that's fat loss, then it needs to be a deficit, you will um, possibly start to notice that you're a bit more hungry. So if you are never particularly ravenous or starving, the likelihood is, again, you're probably not in that deficit. Because again, deficit, being in a calorie deficit, it's okay. I never want anyone to stay there that long because when you are pursuing fat loss, I feel like it's better to make it quite kind of time constrained. So six weeks is a good amount of time. But obviously not eating as much food as your uh, your body is needing for energy to expend isn't going to be anyone's favourite place to exist for long, which is why we all tend to go back to kind of a maintenance. So just knowing that as well. So if you're never kind of waking up and sort of in the morning feeling like you really are quite hungry and ready for breakfast or sort of really feeling quite hungry before meals it's unlikely probably I would say that you are in any amount of deficit. So again, just listening in. And I'm not saying I want you to be starving, hungry. I'm not saying that I want you to um, want fat loss, but it's 100% your choice. And if the goal you're choosing is fat loss, obviously we're going to get there by putting you in a calorie deficit. And if you're in a calorie deficit, sometimes that isn't 100% comfortable. I'm not into extreme calorie um, deficit targets. I always give you guys quite nice, generous targets. Again, if you know consistently you have hit the target I set you, you can decrease it by 50 or 100 calories. But again, don't be tempted to sprint at fat loss too much because you won't exist there long enough to see the results. If you suddenly drop down to anything under 1500 calories, you're not going to be having um, your best life. So I would say, again, set a nice six-week target, nice sensible fat loss goal. Um, take those photos, those objective measures, and just be consistent with um, hitting your targets. And just having a little look as well through everything that I've written down here. Um, so the things you can do if you're going to be in that calorie deficit is obviously remember to go for high volume foods. So we've talked about things like the nut butters being really calorie dense. Um, so definitely looking at the plate method again and making sure you're really filling up on those um, non-starchy carbohydrates. So your greens, salads, soup is a really fantastic one at the moment. 
um, if you are going to be making that up with carrot or tomatoes or whatever it is, again, it's high volume. Make sure you're adding, if you are having quite a carby lunch like soup, make sure you're adding your protein source. So when you're in that calorie deficit or when you're pursuing fat loss, making sure you are definitely getting probably more to the upper end of like the 100 gram mark of protein per day is also going to, to really help you shift things. Because if you look at your calorie target as being, say, for example, 1500 calories and you're having to meet 100 grams of protein, you're going to really have to start to sort of plan your meals and that is going to probably cut out some of those extra things. So it might be worth going back to the drawing board and just checking you're doing all of those things you um, need to. Anything else? I think just making sure that this is 100% the goal you want because there is a cost to doing anything and the cost of choosing to go into fat loss is you're going to have to say no to some things that don't line up with that goal. Um, So as much as I think I probably talk about fat loss being compatible with ordinary life and socialising, it is to a point, but there's still going to have to be a point where you also put your fat loss goal ahead of having um, a bigger slice of cake or another glass of Prosecco or sort of um, writing off a training day with a hangover because you've chosen that at this moment in time, the most important thing you want to do, that you're choosing to do, is pursue a fat loss goal. So I think it's owning that as well and not imagining it's going to be um, something that you can enter into kind of unconsciously. You're going to really consciously have to be choosing some things. But again, I know we talk about it a lot, but changing that mindset. So it's not, oh, I can't have cake. It's I'm choosing not to have cake because for this six weeks, I'm really investing in what I want for the future me And that me wants to feel amazing in that pair of jeans. And I know I have to stick with this um, for a period of time. The great, great, great news is though, if you have been existing with a great training pattern, great movement pattern, great um, eating pattern for the last few months, it's going to be really nice for you when you do achieve your fat loss because you can be really rest assured that when you go back to your maintenance, you're going to be happy, your social life can pick up a bit more. Um, You know, there's going to be a little bit more freedom around food, not massively. And I think again, we probably don't talk about it enough, but the difference between being in fat loss and maintenance isn't very much. You're probably talking maybe like two, 300 calories. So again, I think that's why some women see these massive fluctuations in their weight because they're just not realistic about what maintenance is going to look like. So if you know what maintenance looks like for you, if you know how to kind of keep your weight steady, that is phenomenal. So all you need to do then is obviously drop into fat loss for a a period of time, slowly on the other side, kind of be adding in like 50 to 100 calories um, per week until you're kind of back maintaining weight and feeling like you're in the body that you want to be existing in. So I think I've chatted about that enough. Any questions, anything that isn't clear, let me know. What will really help as well on Monday in the Facebook group, I will be doing a live. I think people are suggesting we do it via Zoom. So it will be quite interactive. So do come in. Accountability and kind of working in groups like this just makes you about a zillion times more likely to hit your goal. So kind of thinking that you're going to do something in your head 
is very different from writing down what you're going to do. And if you write it down that you're going to do something as well as tell a group of people, I mean, you are just going to be winning. Um, So come in on Monday at 7pm. It'll be super friendly, super chill. Um, I will share with you the Google document again, just so we can start to set some really nice performance goals um, prior to Christmas and do a bit of reflection and a bit of celebration about all the cool stuff um, you've managed to make normal and make a habit. I don't think possibly sometimes we celebrate those things enough. And then there was one other query this week that came in about how how do, how do you get back into kind of training when you've had a couple of weeks off? So whether that's because you've been poorly, whether that's because um, you've been on holiday, it really doesn't matter. And I think I was a bit mean to the person and possibly just said, you just get back and you just get back to your other um, your other way of being, your normal way of being, the kind of habit that you created um, of training three times a week, moving 10,000 steps a day, eating protein-centric, nourishing meals. Um, you just get back to doing it. And we, I think we often ask, you know, we really use our, our brains way too much and we give them way too much power and we overcomplicate things. And often the easiest thing to do is just to do it. So just literally look at your calendar, book in your three workouts, book in when you're going to be taking um, some walks, how you're going to get your steps in, get some meal prep done, and then just go back to normal and don't overthink it. I think we can all hang around waiting for motivation, willpower, for someone to come along and give us permission to, to kind of get going again. You don't, well, you've got it if that's what you're waiting for. My advice is always just go back to normal. Don't overthink it. Maybe think of a favorite workout you've got. If you haven't got the brain power, bingo, I have been told is very comprehensive this week. Um, there'll be a new one dropped every Friday. So just join in on that. There's, you know, 20 minute options. There's 10 minute options. There's six minute options. But the quickest way to get your mojo back is just to do. So just do. Um, hopefully that will inspire at least one of you. And then the only other thing is to say thank you for um, a couple of you leaving reviews and made me very happy. If anyone else wants to make me very happy, I would love it if you could review me um, either on Apple Podcast. I think Apple Podcast is the only place you can leave a review at the moment, but do rate it. That would be amazing. I love it if you can share it to your Instagram stories. Um, Again, if you can send it to a friend who might like to join up for the 1st of November reset, that would be incredible. I do now have pendants, imperfect action bangles that are absolutely awesome, completely plain on the outside. And then on the inside, there's an engraving that says imperfect action. And again, I think it could act as a really nice little reminder whilst also looking incredibly um, stylish and fashionable. Um, and there are vest tops, water bottles, many colours now available. So if you have a friend who you'd like to join up, send them the link, encourage them to join our phenomenal community for our community to carry on being phenomenal. We obviously need fresh blood. We need new people coming in and um, basically learning about how to live in a body, body that looks, performs and feels absolutely amazing. So do spread the love. Don't keep it all to yourselves. And we also have a Facebook live workout on Sunday. So that's exciting. It's going to be 9.30. I don't think anyone has given me any idea what exercises they want to do. 
So possibly I'll just make up a whole new timer and throw in some very exciting um, mixes. But again, if anyone has ideas, thoughts, preferences, you know you have to speak soon or I will write the boards. Guys, you are phenomenal. Have phenomenal weekends. I hope that's been helpful. Again, do let me know if there's anything you want me to cover next week. And yeah, I'm even getting a new microphone. So hopefully I'll be much, much clearer by next week. All right, guys, take care. Thanks for putting up with me. Bye.